Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression. There's a lot of global instability just in time for primary season. Have you sheltered your savings from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and the Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just text COAST to 989898 for a free info kit. Text COAST to 989898 today. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with John D'Souza. John's website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. John, for the benefit of new uh, listeners, how did a former FBI agent get involved in the paranormal and the unusual? Wow, that's easy. I was always involved with the paranormal and the unusual even before I became an investigator. As a matter of fact, I think that's what awakened in me the uh, need to become a professional investigator in some capacity uh, because I had experiences. I had uh, contact experiences uh, when I was a child, uh, and even after that I had other experiences with the paranormal that I always talk about in my books with people. And uh, when I finally came to the FBI, I uh, was introduced to this uh, case uh, called the Miami Shootout, the Miami Shootout, where we had a couple of bank robbers. Well, they seemed like bank robbers, but they were uh, they were caught in a parking lot and they were shot to pieces. And uh, and they were able to somehow just get up and start shooting everybody in the parking lot, uh, FBI agents and police. And uh, they were able to get into their car and uh, just drive away. And uh, well, they start tried to start right away and right away. And then we had a hero FBI agent get up at the last second and shoot them both through their spinal cords in their neck. Oh, jeez. Uh, and he finally killed them. Uh, but there was a huge outcry after that. People wanted to know, well, how were they able to do everything they did after they got shot to pieces? And uh, the popular theory from the scientists at the FBI was they told everyone, well, they were loaded up on angel dust. I guess that was, that was the popular thing. Their names were Maddox and Platt. Anyway... When I finally came, anyway, so that remained, when their blood test came back, they had nothing in their system except a little bit of nicotine. They just smoked a couple of cigarettes, that's it. So that mystery remained for a long time. I, uh, when I got to the FBI Academy to become an FBI agent, I actually was um, 
pursuing a couple of sheriff's deputies who worked the case. And I tried to find out from them how it is that Maddox and Platt did what they did. Uh, they were able to be shot fatally, basically, through both of them, through their bodies. And still they were able to get up and basically start executing FBI agents and shooting at police throughout that parking lot and then get in their car and get away uh, and try to get away. And uh, they told me that they were assigned to their apartments, and the only thing they found in their apartments were um, these little altars to the Norse gods. And they had just been uh, lit on fire or whatever. They had just been activated before they went out to rob these banks. And so I told them, that's it. That's how they did it. They somehow activated this, uh, some kind of Norse, berserker energy uh, from these from this altar that they had and they, they apparently worshipped and they were able to get that power and that's what helped them to get their what they needed anyway the uh, bosses there at the uh, FBI Academy were not happy they thought I was a New York Times reporter or something uh, they told me I would never uh, would never uh, make graduate. it yeah <laughs> I would never make it yeah and uh, they uh, were very upset with me. They did a few things to try to stop me from becoming an FBI agent. But when I finally did anyway, because I could predict everything they were going to do, uh, I was able to graduate. And uh, they were very upset when they had to give me my credentials. But when I got to my first office, they told my our bosses, my bosses there, uh, you know, this guy happens to like paranormal cases. So give him everything you've got. Load him down with that stuff wherever you can find it. And uh, that will be a good thing. And that's how I started getting this subject matter uh, and becoming a subject matter expert in this area. When they started giving you the files, John, were you uh, baffled by it, surprised by it, or what? I was shocked because they gave me the files that included uh, many things that were revealing uh, many extraordinary secrets. Uh, uh, things that had gone on. Well, they weren't secrets, really. They were... They weren't supposed to be, but they really were, like, uh, you know, like the uh, smoking gun that's been declassified uh, from uh, FBI files. The, uh, the report that is, on, uh, that is at FBI, uh, I'm sorry, vault.fbi.gov, uh, the, the report that's under UFOs in the subject matter area where you do a little search for the, for the declassified files. And uh, you just go to UFO group of documents, the very first one. And uh, you go to uh, and you go to page twenty-two, and you can find a report that was from an FBI agent where he said, where he said uh, that uh, he had an informant that was an alien. Well, he intimated he intimated that it was a an alien visitor, his informant, that told him a bunch of things about alien visitors in the year nineteen forty-seven. Uh, Roswell year. <laughs> the same Roswell year, exactly. And uh, it was at the same time, and he said his uh, informant told him that, number one, aliens are not physical, uh, that they are from other dimensions. They are from other dimensions. Uh, they were called, in the communication, they were called locas. It's the old Vedic language, I guess. And they started saying, uh, and he also said that UFOs are empty. There's nobody in the UFOs, the genuine ones that they're sort of, and he described remote control, because that was the best he could do to describe it, but I think he was describing that the UFOs were alive in some way. 
uh, that they were conscious in some way. And then he said that they're here for peaceful means and that we should not ever, ever engage them militarily. Uh, because if we did, uh, there would be terrible price to pay. Uh, so, you know, I got, con- I got control files like this. Um, control files are basically uh, investigative files that are not considered active, but are supposed to be, but must be monitored, monitored and watched carefully to see if anybody, anybody in the world gets more information on them. So that was one of my most shocking uh, things that were assigned to me. Uh, that I found out at that time. Uh, but that is how I came into being uh, involved with paranormal cases uh, at the FBI. And it was something that I'm really grateful for because it prepared me it for did. a lot of this deception that's going on right now. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the break, Iran increasing its aggression. There's a lot of global instability as we plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and the Birch Gold Group can help you with that. As opposed to many other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty and is an important part of diversifying your savings. It's part of my savings strategy, and here's how Birch Gold can help make it part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just text COAST to 989898 for a free info kit. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, thousands of happy customers. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit and protect your savings with gold today. John, you know, we had the congressional hearings a few months ago. Not much amounted from that. NASA is planning a UFO investigation. What's your take on these agencies apparently trying to show that they're concerned about this? I think it is. This is part of a giant, giant psychological operation that is going forward to popularize these uh, these Tic Tacs. Uh, these Tic Tacs and these, uh, what they're now calling UAPs. As soon as you um, hear that language, uh, it should perk your ears up. Uh, because this UAP, UAP stuff uh, that started, I mean, it started, didn't start, it started pretty recently uh, when the New York Times, of all people, uh, decided to tell everyone about this, uh, that the government had been involved since 20, 2004. They had this operation, the A-tip, the A-tip operation, 
and uh, I don't really, I don't really believe that that organization existed. I don't believe that it did. And if it did exist, it was a special weapons program, a program to cover up special weapons that were being developed, uh, if they, if it existed at all. But so we've had this, you know, since uh, 2020, we've had the Department of Defense officially releasing videos that show these these uh, Tic Tacs, uh, they call them UAPs, uh, you know, and then we had the hearings for the National Director of Intelligence, Secretary of Defense, he was supposed to give information, and uh, this happened way back in June, June of last year, and they were supposed to give information on this stuff, uh, and it basically came to nothing for the most part, uh, came to basically nothing, and, but what people, but here's what people don't know. Even though these previous things came to very little or nothing, uh, right now there are congressional subcommittees and senatorial, uh, senate-related subcommittees that are getting briefed on UAPs, on Tic Tacs. Uh, As a matter of fact, the House Intelligence Permanent Committee on Intelligence, uh, chaired by a very popular congressman, uh, is is holding uh, open hearings on unidentified aerial phenomena, mm-hmm. uh, UAPs. And these subcommittees are going on all over the place. There's a lot of congressmen and senators that are trying to get in on this deal. It's something very popular. And this, this whole psychological operation has had celebrities of, in, attached to it, uh, politicians, um, and many, many others, and even UFO researchers, of course. Uh, so this has been going on. This has been happening everywhere. I don't know um, if I can, uh, and and I can tell you from my sources that all of these subcommittees are having classified briefings, closed door classified briefings. And you know what they're doing, George? They're showing them all near misses, what we call in aviation, what you call in aviation, near misses by the UAPs by the Tic Tac. Tic Tacs, which, by the way, come in all shapes and sizes. They, some of them are cylinders, cigar-shaped. Uh, cigar-shaped. Uh, some of them are orbs. I mean, well, they're circle orbs-shaped. Uh, some of them are Tic Tac-shaped, yeah. like that oval kind of shape. That's right. Um, so they come in all different sizes and shapes. But these, the classified hearings that they've been having behind closed doors have just been basically showing the congressmen and the senators all this long list of near misses, which is supposed to, uh, according to the rules of our national security, are supposed to be considered highly aggressive action against our... Yeah, hostile action, right? Exactly, exactly. But they're not really doing anything about it. They're not recognizing it as such. They're just sitting in these, in these subcommittee uh, closed hearings, and they're thinking no one's going to learn what they're doing in there. Um, they're looking at all these near misses. Near misses are very, very serious. I mean, we just had, and this is, I, and this is, this was kind of public. Uh, we had an airliner that was just, the, was just taxiing in, and the pilot uh, was happened to be on an open channel uh, somehow. I'm not sure how this works, but he was on an open channel, the pilot, and he said he saw a cylinder, a cylinder that passed right over his window of his of his airliner. He said, I saw it clear as day, and it was a cylinder-shaped tic-tac. The only thing 
I see common with all these vehicles is that they have that silver whitish metal, uh, silver silver whitish metal. They look just like the GoFasts and the uh, and the vehicles that you know go back to like Operation High Jump when uh, when the Germans supposedly had the uh, GoFast vehicles working for them and they destroyed uh, they destroyed uh, Admiral Byrd's entire armada, his entire his entire battle group that he had traveling to Antarctica. And uh, I think that was high jump. And um, so these things have been fairly consistent, and they've been fairly uh, well-known. And here's something else that just happened, happened about a week ago, is that, and I don't know if I can mention uh, another show on here, George. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, there's, a, there's an excellent channel called uh, Third Phase of Moon, uh, on YouTube, they have about a million subscribers. They're one of the most popular UFO channels. And they were able to score an interview, a two-hour interview, with Congressman Tim Burchett. Out of Tennessee, right? I think he's in the analytics. No, I'm pretty sure he's Tennessee. Yes, you're absolutely right, because he was mayor of Knox, Knox County, Tennessee, and then he became the U.S. representative for Tennessee's 2nd Congressional District. You are correct, George. And anyway, he's a wonderful person. I mean, he's just, I don't even know what party he is because he's just, he's very even-handed. He's just a very stable, just one of the most well-liked people. And if you listen to him, you'll see why. Uh, but anyway, he gave, he's trying to get involved with one of these subcommittees right now. Well, he is involved with one of these subcommittees right now. And he was and he was talking about it, and they they did this. The third phase of Moon did this great interview of him. It should be in headlines of every newspaper across the country if that was an honest process, but it's not. So what he did was he started the interview by saying he doesn't really know what these UAPs are and what they are, what they're not, and so forth. But as time went on in this interview, and I recommend anybody see it for themselves. It's amazing. Uh, it just happened. Just happened like about a week ago. And what he what he ended up saying was basically everything about the UAPs, about these Tic Tacs, and these UAPs. He he went through the list of nations first of all, and he said he said, well, look, uh, right off the bat, in terms of national security, just for the sake of national security, I can tell you that these these vehicles, these UAPs, are definitely not from Russia. They're not from Russia. Right. Because if Putin or, or, or China. Exactly. Oh, so you you listened to this interview. Oh, probably. yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was it was phenomenal. He said, so he went through that, and then he said, even the United States, this does not belong to the United States. But the, the reason he gave was different. He said, because, and he kind of gave things away when he said this, but he said, well, because these UAPs have been doing dangerous actions against our people, our civilian aviation, and our military pilots. And the United States would never use these uh, UAPs to uh, do uh, actions that would endanger, like the near misses that I'm talking about. Uh, so, so, and those are my words, not his. But what's amazing about that is that he said all these things, but then towards the end of the interview, he actually said that... Um, he, however, he does believe that all of our Skunk Works aviation companies, the you know the McDonnell Douglas, the uh, all the different uh, ones that have worked with this kind of technology, that they could.
could actually be the ones creating the reverse technology that is being used for these vehicles. So he really, he really doesn't feel the United States government is creating them, but he does feel like these global companies that, are, that work these areas, that they are most likely involved in putting together these UAPs, which he believes, he says, he believes are man-made. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 